Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, June 12th. Nine days until the NBA draft. It is rapidly, rapidly sneaking up on us. And the NBA Finals, Game 5 tonight. The series will undoubtedly end in Denver. I'm sure you saw Game 4. Denver rolls in Miami. Covered the 3.5 with ease. Uh, Unbelievable performance. We'll get to the Nuggets a little later. Kind of melancholy Monday, if you will, with the NBA season ending. And now, folks, once the Nuggets put the heat away tonight, barring some miracle... It's officially the summer doldrum season where we will spin off and talk about whatever the hell we want to. Like, I don't know. We'll start with my weekend. It was a banner weekend in the McIntyre household. I know you guys care deeply. For those who don't follow all my shenanigans on Instagram, there was, there was no real sports for your boy, but it was just fun and a first. Um, this is for the hashtag dad life crowd out there. Uh, my son has gotten heavily into chess in the last like three months. I used to smoke him. Now he's beating me regularly and starting to crush me pretty quickly. Um, if anybody out there knows what a scholar's mate is, if your 12-year-old does it to you, it is a very humbling moment. So anyways, we rushed and got our kid into his first chess tournament over the weekend. It was uh, out here in LA, close to the UCLA campus. And uh, if you ever play chess, you know, you just you play, you touch a piece and move. Well, according to the rules of these tournaments, it's touch move, meaning if you go to touch a piece and you're like, oh, do I want to move this? No, I don't. Well, too late. You touched it. You got to move it. So we've never really played that. So he struggled with that a bit. And the other thing was they want you keeping track of your moves, like pawn to goes up two spaces and you're supposed to write, you know, ease five or whatever the uh, sign is. And he's also never done that. And so in his very first match, he's like doing the, um, the, the scoring 
looking at the board and it's quick. These guys are playing quickly. So it's like quick, quick, quick. And, and he's kind of rattled and the touch move got him a couple times. So he loses his first match and he gives you, if any kid uh, has given their dad this look after the first match, it was like, we made eye contact and he gave me one of those like, dad, just stay away. Don't look, you know, like he was not happy with his loss. So the second match, I'm not really paying attention as close. And then I am reading like nearby and all of a sudden I hear checkmate from the kid across my son. And I was like, oh my gosh, he got made it. That's 0-2. That would be terrible. And the kid like walks off. And I was like, oh. So uh, my son is talking to like the organizer of the event because they finished first before anyone else. My son is one of these quick players. And uh, I could see in his face, like he was a little like stunned. And then I start cleaning up the pieces. Like, oh, okay, Bryce, we got some time before the next one. And he goes, Dad, he fell for my bishop sacrifice, and I checkmated him. And I looked, I was like, oh, my God, I was stunned. So he was, like, on cloud nine. Uh, we called my dad, who was a chess player, um, and we went to celebrate, like, walking around the UCLA campus. It was just, like, an awesome, awesome moment. And I'll just say this. Um, if anybody has been to a kid's sporting event, whether it's football, basketball, soccer, uh, tennis, whatever, the chess parents – are just as involved. Uh, there were some chess parents scoring for their kids, so they didn't have to interrupt the scoring. It was, and they were like hovering. It's very interesting crowd. Um, I did get noticed by one person. He came up and was like, "Hey, are you in the herd?" Uh, and I was just, yeah, I had the shades and hat on, um, and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Oh, big fan." I will say, I'll also say this. It was a big weekend for uh, me being recognized for being on the herd. Uh, I went to an event with my wife. This wine auction, Cowherd was not there. Um, and like 30 seconds in, this guy's like, wait, are you that guy? And I am playing dumb and I'm just looking at him waiting for him to say something. He's like, are you that guy? And my wife's like, he is that guy. And the guy's like, oh man, the Herd's the best show. And there are a lot of Herd fans out obviously here in LA. His show's big. And as we've seen growing uh, the podcast as well. So thank you guys to the new Herd listeners. And now that I've gone deep on the weekend, um, I think we'd start with a story that I normally would start with because I don't really care what goes on in this guy's orbit. But there is this blogger who turned into uh, running the Barstool Enterprise. His name is David Portnoy. And I don't follow his antics. I know he's done a lot of crazy stuff. It, he, he made some money selling Barstool. Congratulations. Awesome. But in a bizarre set of circumstances over the weekend, and I don't think I've ever mentioned his name on the pod just because I don't, I don't consume any of their content. Um, Somehow, some way, he got in a war of words with Kyrie Irving. And as soon as Rob sent me this, my first reaction was, oh, this is, this is out of character for Kyrie. Why would he respond? Uh, it's not like this character, this Portnoy guy, he's not an athlete. And Kyrie Irving was like, I'll play you one-on-one. -on -one. You know? And it was like, where's this coming from? Kyrie Irving, who doesn't respond to anybody. Go look at his history of replies on social media. He doesn't reply to anybody. It's just like he's almost Cam Newton-ish in some of the language he uses and some of the symbols. I have no idea what's going on, but he replies to this guy and is essentially saying, well, let's play one-on-one. -on -one. And then he sends him apparently a DM and was like, so when are we going to do this? And in my mind, I, again, this is probably my mistake, but I'm trying to understand what exactly is Kyrie Irving doing? What's he trying to accomplish? Playing some former blogger who does pizza reviews who, who, who's a degenerate gambler and not very good at it, apparently, according to whatever I see on the internet. Where's the win for Kyrie Irving? And then I start thinking like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Art of War, Sun Tzu, I'm sure some of you are familiar with it. Um, 
It's called misdirection. So Kyrie Irving has been in the news a lot lately. Kyrie recruiting LeBron James. And then Mark Stein, who's a prominent Dallas reporter, he used to be at ESPN for a while, reported over the weekend, if Houston can't get James Harden, their fallback option is signing Kyrie Irving. And you're like, what? what? What's going on? A lot of wackiness. And then out of the blue, this Kyrie Portnoy thing starts up and you're like, wait a minute. Is Kyrie trying to throw N- every NBA reporter, all the news about Kyrie, you Google Kyrie's name, it's all trade rumors. Where's he going to go? Recruiting LeBron. Does he say in Dallas? Two-year deal. Four- and all of a sudden, boom, with a couple of tweets, Kyrie shifted the discussion to like a real-life Uncle Drew situation where he's going to play this non-athletic dude one-on-one. I don't know. Important ones, what, is 50 years old? I have no idea. So Kyrie Irving is going to play a guy off the street, some random dude, in one-on-one? Well, he just shifted the entire discussion from Kyrie's NBA future, which is going to maybe sort it out here quickly. Remember, the draft, uh, June... Dang, I don't have my calendar open. The draft is Thursday, June 22nd. It's rapidly approaching. If deals are going to get done, and we'll get to Damian Lillard shortly, they're more likely going to happen before the 22nd because of some of these high picks. Portland picking third, Houston picking fourth. Unless, of course, Houston thinks they can just sign James Harden outright. Why are we giving up picks? But I do think Kyrie Irving was trying to shift the discussion. Remember, he was in the news a lot last week. And if you go back two weeks, he went on Instagram and was like, Hey, guys, to my fans, to my people, ignore what you see out there. Trust me, I am the source. Don't worry about it. Ignore it. Just listen to me. And I think, I don't know if he's doing a good job at it, but it certainly shifted the discussion for a few moments until people, and you know, listen, the NBA Twitter sheep out there, quotes NBA Twitter, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. They'll fall for the bait every time. They hear Kyrie against one-on-one against this guy. Oh, it's going to be 21 nothing. Like, it doesn't, whatever they play, 11, whatever. You could give Portnoy five points for every shot. It's not going to be interesting. There's no win here for Kyrie Irving. If you beat, let's just say he wins 21 nothing. So, you beat a guy who is not wasn't a college basketball. I don't know if you played. I don't know anything about him. You beat some random tomato can off the street, and now that's a win for Kyrie. And let's say he throws up a hook shot that goes in. Oh, that guy scored on you. And let's say you turn an ankle. I, I have no. I mean, anything can happen, but all of it is not good for Kyrie Irving. So I don't think he actually wants this to happen. I think he was trying to shift the discussion away from Kyrie free agency, Kyrie LeBron, Kyrie Dallas, what's going hap- What's going to happen? And it's, it's not a bad job by Kyrie, but listen, you're going to have to work a little harder to slip on past J-Mac, okay, Kyrie? And yes, I referred to myself in the third person. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. 
So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. So the draft, uh, June 22nd. Um, obviously, we know San, Anto- San Antonio's taking Wembenyama first. Michael Jordan's... Hornets for now have the second pick. It seems like they like Brandon Miller a lot. I had put in my mock draft, I thought Scoot Henderson would be fine alongside LaMelo Ball. Um, either one is going to be a good player. They're both going to be good players. Either could be an all-star. Um, and then he- Portland sitting at three. And if Portland does not move Damian Lillard before the draft, I'm not so sure he gets moved. Because that third pick is got to be enticing to someone out there who wants Dame. Now, the question is, who? Um, I think we, we've we literally been through all of the NBA teams. And to, just to be fair, I'm just going to focus on the Eastern Conference because I don't see them trading a, a guy who's been with the org forever into the West. So the team that jumps out to me is actually a three-team deal. And I know that's a little too much. It's like, Jay, come on. Can we just get some fun straight up? Everybody's been mentioning Boston forever. I personally don't see it. We'll see. Someone actually speculated that Dame last week when he went on Showtime or one of these shows and mentioned Brooklyn outside of Miami as the other team. Oh, well, Brooklyn. I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. I don't think Dame meant Mikael Bridges is my guy. I would love to play in Brooklyn. I think he probably meant Mikael Bridges is my guy. Go get him Portland and bring him to me. Now, would the number three pick and Anthony Simons matter enough to Brooklyn? I mean, there were reports that Mikael Bridges could have fetched two number one picks uh, back when the Suns traded him in the Kevin Durant deal. So I don't know if three and Anthony Simons is going to cut it. Um, it certainly is interesting. Um, I, I like Mikael Bridges a lot. I think this is a guy who had uh, scored like off the charts when he was in Brooklyn as a one. He's not really a one. Could he be a two? I don't know. He's probably at be- he's probably best served as a three when they went to the finals. I mean, he might have been their fourth best player. It was um, Booker, Chris Paul, Aiton, and of course uh, Bridges. Although Bridges was very good, you might have said he was three. But if Bridges is your two, uh, it's going to be tough to make a case to win the finals. That being said, uh, if I had said Jamal Murray was going to be the second best player on a championship team a month ago, ah, we'll go three months ago. What would you have said? No way. No shot. Jamal Murray looks unbelievable. Um, But what about this one? So we know Houston wants Harden. Harden kind of sort of wants Houston. Dame plus Joel Embiid in Philly is kind of spicy. We know Murray likes to swing for the fences. 
Embiid is the reigning MVP. Damian Lillard would stretch the court alongside Therese Maxey. That's a small backcourt, but it's not like Harden was a great defender. Is there a world where Dame goes to Philly, James Harden goes to Houston, and the Blazers pick up the lion's share of draft picks and spare parts? Um, I don't think Philly would part with Maxey, but could they... I don't know what they would want with Tobias Harris, but uh, any future picks, any other good players, and then Houston has the fourth pick in the draft. Portland would then have the third and fourth pick in the draft. Is that enticing? Now, it's not a great draft, but all of a sudden, you get younger because Dame's on the way out. You've got two new draft picks. You're probably going to bottom out. But Shaden Sharp... Anthony Simons, not a terrible nucleus. And then you could just swing for the fences in this draft with three and four. I don't know. Uh, do, do you? Well, I, the Thompson twins are a tough discussion. And we'll get to the draft a little more next week. I don't love those guys. I like them. They look, I mean, physically they look incredible. But what's thrown me off about the draft a little is what's happened in these NBA playoffs. It's really reshaped some things. And I don't know if this these playoffs have been an outlier or if it's something we can take a lesson from. And we'll, we'll get to that more uh, in a week. But I do think there, that if you're going to move Dame from Portland, you want to get him to the Western Conference, or to the Eastern Conference. And Philadelphia, to me, makes the most sense. I don't see a lot of other contenders. Forget about the Knicks. They're not giving up Brunson. That's silly. Bulls, I don't see it. Cavs, no shot. He's not going to want to go to the Pistons or Pacers. Bucks are fascinating. But what do they have in return to send over uh, Middleton at a reduced rate. Like, I don't know. And then the, the Southeast just there, there's just nothing there other than Miami. And again, we're looking at Tyler hero, Caleb Martin, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I'd rather just have the picks and start over, but that's just me. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. All right, let's quickly get to the NBA uh, Finals. Game four was on Friday. Nuggets win 108-95. to Now, here's the thing. If I told you before the game, Jamal Murray shoots 5 of 17. Jokic has 23-12, but only four assists. Oh, so did the Heat win? Because that was the kind of game it was. Jokic gets in foul trouble in the fourth. He goes to the bench, I think, with like nine minutes left. And you're like, okay, here comes Miami. Miami cuts it to five, I believe. And then Jamal Murray hits a massive three-pointer. But ultimately, the story of this game was Aaron Gordon. I mean, shout out to me for capturing the player points pool. Yes, uh, the guy who hosts it is helping out on this podcast. I, I did win the player points pool in the NCAA tournament. And now in the NBA playoffs, I'm on a hot streak. And I will... Um, Save those winnings and funnel them into the NFL season because I don't bet on baseball in the uh, in the summer. That's just a fool's errand. Um, Aaron Gordon had 27 points, seven boards, six assists. You could argue one of the best games of his career. He was a plus 29. Any matchup he got dunking in transition, Aaron Gordon, just awesome. And this goes back to the draft, right? Gordon was the fourth pick in the draft, I believe, into Orlando. They tried to make him the number one. He wasn't a number one. They tried to make, oh, maybe he's a 1B or 2. Aaron Gordon is perfect as your third best player. Perfect. I mean, the guy's having 27-7-6 in a must-win game four to send the series back home, and he had a better game than Jokic and Jamal Murray, your top two players. If you can do that, holy hell, your team is good. And oh, by the way, Bruce Brown coming off the bench. So game three, it was Christian Brown, the rookie. Game four, Bruce Brown, 8 for 11, 21 points. He was huge when Jokic was out in the fourth uh, Michael Porter still can't throw it in the ocean. He's struggling shooting. And then you go to Miami and you're like, well, you know, Jimmy Butler was all right, 25, 7, and 7. Like, those are good numbers against Boston. Bam Adebayo, 20 and 11. Those are solid numbers against Boston. But against the best offensive team in the league, or one of them, you need more than that. You can't have Vincent and Struess, whose minutes went way down. They were combined 0 for 7 from deep, 1 of 10 from the field. Just an abomination from those two guys. And listen, how many times have we said feast or famine? Feast or famine with the undrafted players in a big spot like this. Like, yeah, there's going to be games where Gabe Vincent drops 29. And then Max Drews is going to hit six threes against Atlanta or whatever in a big game. Uh, Kyle Lowry looked good. Martin looked okay. Duncan Robinson, I think, was scoreless in the second half. It's just one of those games where they don't have enough guys. Miami has a, has a good Jimmy Butler, uh, number one. Bam is a two. And without Tyler Hero, they don't really have a three, four, five. And Denver's just a better team. Denver will win the title tonight. Uh, the spread, and I'm looking at it here, This is it does feel a little steep to have Denver 9. Here's the problem. Two days off uh, for, for the altitude, right? So you're adjusting. It's not like a one day off like the Lakers had, and they struggle with it. Um, we saw Phoenix struggle with it. Um, so a little edge to Miami there, but the big problem I have with the Heat is, like, mentally, hey, man, we led Boston 3-0. We held them off. We, we led the Bucks 
We led the Knicks. They've never been in a hole like this in these playoffs. And short of Jimmy Butler going for 40, and that's not a thing that's happened in a while, I think it's over. And I think you got to bet Denver favored by nine. Um, it feels like Miami's kind of out of um, counterattacks against Jokic. I mean, they did a decent job slowing him down, the foul trouble. They frustrated him. But then on the other side, Bam Adebayo, seven turnovers. Like, it's always one step forward in the series for Miami and two steps back. Like, they cannot continually keep improving because they don't have enough good players. I mean, maybe we see Tyler Hero. I don't know. I was shocked he was ruled out for game four. You're at home. Now, somebody, uh, if you're a conspiracy theorist, perhaps, you might say, wow, why, why aren't they forcing Hero back? Well, you, you want to rush a guy back off a, a broken wrist or hand or whatever it is? Um, well, we might be trading him in a week. If you are considering shipping him for Dame and you're Pat Riley, whoa, wait. We're not winning the series with Tyler Hero. You know, why would we risk injury to him? And, you know, he gets injured again. It's tough to trade a guy with the injury. Uh, see Julius Randle on my Knicks. Um, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but, like, I don't see how the Knicks get better. And do you just run it back? Like, that? that's the game plan? It's impossible to trade Randle or very difficult to trade Randle. Like, if Hero gets hurt again, I don't think the Heat can trade him in a deal for Dame. I mean, Portland taking damaged goods and Tyler Hero? And how's Tyler Hero going to react going from South Beach where he's a guy with hanging out with, um, who's the, 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 the chubby guy? Another one. What, what, I can't, I'm spacing on his name. DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled. Khaled, yeah, whatever. Um, like, it's one thing going from bucket hats in South Beach to Portland. And I'm not saying Portland's not cool. I've never been there in my life. But Tyler Hero really, if you follow him on the gram, really has embraced uh, the South Beach lifestyle from the Instagram girlfriend to all that. I, I don't, she, he might have have a girlfriend who had a child. I don't, he's, he's enjoying life off the court. Let's just say that. So it'll be interesting to see her Firo plays tonight. But yeah, I think you got to lay the nine with Denver. Um, never laying it like dropping the lumber on a big, a big uh, number like that. But they close out the Lakers. They closed out before that uh, Minnesota. And then, of course, Phoenix. When they want to drop the hammer, they can and will. I don't think Jokic lets them lose this game. And um, my guy, Jamal Murray, finally gets his comeuppance. I did see some stats um, where Jamal Murray is basically having um, one of the best unknown NBA finals ever. I'm looking for the text. Uh, according to the numbers, Jamal Murray is averaging 25-7-7 seven, and seven in these playoffs. The other six... To average 25, I'm sorry, 25, 5, and 5 across 50 or more playoff games. So 25 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Seven guys have done it. Michael Jordan, LeBron, Steph Curry, Jerry West, Giannis, and Jokic. And then Jamal Murray. Which one of those is not like the others? 25 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists over 50 playoff games. Folks, Michael Jordan is... I say he's the second greatest player ever. A lot of people say number one. LeBron, one or two. Jerry West, the logo. Steph Curry, greatest shooter in the history of the sport. Top 10 player all time. Giannis, um, title, MVP. I think multiple MVPs. Like He's great. On the track to probably a top 25 player all time already, given what he's accomplished. Nikola Jokic. We're going to be talking about him after this title in the same breath as Shaq and Wilt Chamberlain. That's how dominant he's been. And then Jamal Murray, who's never been an all-star. Folks, I, I, I know people aren't like, oh, the ratings aren't going to be good. They're probably not going to be great. 
But you better get used to it. Denver's not going anywhere. Jamal Murray is, I don't even think he's in his prime yet. He's still rising. Jokic is clearly in his prime. Aaron Gordon's in his prime. Porter Jr., he'll be back. Um, Christian Brown, they got this young kid, Peyton Watson, I keep hearing about, uh, who went to UCLA for like five minutes, um, kind of feuded with the coach. He's a better player than he looked at UCLA. Um, McDonald's All-American. Like, they're not going anywhere. I, Bruce Brown is going to get paid somewhere else probably. But this Denver team is going to be around for a while. I, I, you know, you could scoff all you want at Jokic and Murray, but this, this is a nasty tandem. I, I like Denver tonight, and I think we'll have the coronation tomorrow here on Straight Fire. Talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network. Work. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.